0: Hello and welcome back to Greater Greener Georgia. I'm Alexis.
1: I'm Miles and we have a lot to tell you about today.
0: Yes, we do. There's so much going on in the great state of Georgia and we're going to catch you up on all of the latest news.
1: I guess I'll go first. Um, I wanted to talk about the Okefenokee. Um, We have talked about a couple of times on the podcast about the Okefenokee swamp, but some more positive news just came out this week, Um, actually on Tuesday February 8th, Governor Brian Kemp proclaimed it the Okefenokee Swamp Day. So February 8th now will be Okefenokee Swamp Day in Georgia.
0: That's exciting. (laughs) Yeah, you
1: can go visit um, the Okefenokee. Uh, The more important thing, though, in my opinion, uh, that happened on that day was that a group of bipartisan state lawmakers filed a bill aimed at protecting the National Wildlife Refuge from mining operations. As part of House Bill 1289, the lawmakers aim to prevent companies from getting state permits to mine along Trail Ridge, which serves as a barrier to the Okefenokee Wildlife Refuge, where the Alabama-based Twin Pines Minerals, um, which we talked about before in an earlier podcast, is applying to mine heavy minerals along um, 570 acres with the potential to expand to thousands more should it prove successful but this bill would completely stop that operation as well as any future operations. Legislation would also block the State Environmental Protection Division from issuing, modifying, or renewing surface mining permits on Trail Ridge for any applications submitted or revised after July 1st. The bill is sponsored by Republican Rep. Darlene Taylor of Thomasville and is co-sponsored by Savannah Republican Rep. Ron Stevens and signed by 15 other legislators. The Twin Pine mining proposal is expected to soon open up to a 60-day public comment period once the State Environmental Protection Unit completes its review of the application. Um, So basically, yeah, this is awesome news, um, and it will be leading us down a proper path towards protecting the habitat for years to come. I personally have not been to Okefenokee yet, but I've heard that it's definitely a must-visit in Georgia.
0: I know I haven't been there either, and I've been living here for quite some time now, but I think it'd be super cool to be able to go down there and see this protected land. Hopefully.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, And in other news about protected land, there's going to be a historic addition to the Okmulgee Mounds National Historic Park in Macon. This addition of 951 acres of land will bring the size of the park to 3,336 acres. And the original boundary of the park when it was first established a while back was just 700 acres. So this is a gigantic addition. The newly acquired property is located to the east of the previous park boundary and is situated within the Okmulgee Old Fields, which is also known as the Macon Reserve. This site is revered as a sacred place and is comprised of lands that were retained by the Muscogee Creek Nation from 1805, until the 1826 Treaty of Washington, which really just removed the Muscogee people from their ancestral home to present-day Oklahoma. So not only is it great that the original Muscogee Creek land is now being protected in their ancestral home of Georgia, but Okmulgee National Park is also home to some of the most significant prehistoric indigenous mounds in North America, which I had never heard of an indigenous mound before reading about this. And it's actually really interesting.
1: Yeah. I uh, visited a couple a while back and really? there. It's just these huge, you know, hills that mm-hmm. they built, you know, their, their structures and their religious structures on as well. And yeah. it's really impressive to look at.
0: And what I was right, right. What I was reading about it is like, it takes like expert engineering skills in order to build these. And they've lasted for thousands of years. It's really cool. And mm. these mounds that covered this park are relics of, like I was saying, highly skilled indigenous engineering, and it constitutes one of America's most important cultural landscapes. Seven of the mounds can be found in this national park, including the 55 foot high Great Temple Mound. And furthermore, the land that makes up the Akmulgee Mounds National Park has been continuously inhabited by humans for 17,000 years which is just crazy. I can't even imagine that amount of time. And David Hill, who is the principal chief of the Muscogee Creek Nation, says that the additional property being added to the national park includes some of their most important unprotected ancestral lands. So it's definitely a very exciting addition to America's collection of national parks. And it's really exciting news coming out of Macon.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, Moving into some not environmental news and not as happy, but yeah, um, I <laughs> yeah, wanted to touch on, um, some of these bomb threats that have been called in the last couple of weeks against HBCUs last Tuesday, the eighth, a bomb threat was called into Spelman college here in, here in Atlanta. And this is the third threat of the year already at this HBCU, um, About two dozen HBCUs have received bomb threats this year. The FBI has called the threats hate crimes and said last week it is working with 20 field officers nationwide on an investigation.
0: That's so crazy. I like don't even have words for how crazy and sad.
1: The threat this week was called in just hours before the Southern Poverty Law Center held a virtual panel about recent bomb threats made to dozens of historical Black colleges. So it's ironic that there was another, I don't know if ironic threat word, but there is another that there is a bomb threat called the day that you're supposed to talk about and discuss why these threats are happening. The chief of staff and culture at the Southern Poverty Law Center said, quote, this is a racist attack that aims to not only disrupt the start of Black History Month, but the perpetrators, we believe, wanted to send a message that even learning while Black is not safe from hate. So a powerful quote there. Multiple media outlets have reported that the FBI has identified six juveniles of interest in the calls made to HBCUs. Um, all this really reminds us of the times we're living in now, how history is kind of repeating itself almost. Uh, there's voter suppression, a, a big rise in white supremacy following you know, the Trump era, and, and now bomb threats being called in against HBCUs. It's, it's tragic and scary. But as bold and in-your-face as these racist policies and actions are, we are on the other side and we have to be just as bold and in-your-face as they are in order to stand up and combat these issues. Um, A coworker the other day was saying that and they really stuck with me. So a couple of institutions that bomb threats have been called to include Howard University, Albany State, um, Southern University and A&M College, and Xavier University in Louisiana. Bowie State University, Delaware State, um, Kentucky State University, and a ton more on this list, but just to name a few there.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I I like what you were saying about like equal but opposite. Like, you know, this is some extreme racism that we're seeing. Like, I don't want to minimize it at all. Like, this Mm -hmm. is crazy and should not be happening in 2022. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately, it is. And it's so important for us to be just as... um, intense as they are encountering these acts of racism
1: yeah and i think it does have a big part to do with it being black history month i think they're really trying to disturb that um yeah, as much as they can
0: actually like also part of black history month i've been seeing a lot of um pictures back from the civil rights movement back in the 50s and 60s and it's crazy like you i feel i don't know maybe i'm young but like growing up in school you learned that the civil rights movement happened so long ago and like that that could never happen today, but like a ton of people who were the ones on the ground fighting during that time are literally still alive and not even that old right now.
1: Yeah. Um, And also you could, you could look at the photos next to each other and they could almost be interchangeable. What time period it is.
0: Yeah. Um, So switching gears to our next topic, getting into some Atlanta politics here. Um, Our new mayor, Andre Dickens has been all over the news recently when it comes to his environmental platform and so first he spoke at an event that we co-hosted with Climate Reality Atlanta this week, where he doubled down on his promise to get Atlanta to only use renewable energy by the year 2035, which I think is crazy ambitious and really cool. And I hope we get to see that happen. This would be huge for our city. And we at GCB definitely plan on holding him and his administration accountable to this plan. According to WABE's article, Mayor Dickens acknowledged that this goal will help to create new jobs, reduce energy costs, help drive creation of more affordable housing, and help to reduce the city's greenhouse gas emissions. He also plans to work with Georgia Power to reduce people's energy costs since Atlanta has a relatively high rate of people who spend a disproportionate amount of their incomes on energy bills, as I'm sure you all know from your super expensive utility bills. Mm -hmm. He plans to address high utility bills with a program to help people get efficiency upgrades on their homes. He emphasized that climate really matters in his administration, which is exciting to hear from our new mayor. However, there's also been a lot of anger in southwest Atlanta when it comes to plans to expand MARTA's services. Residents there expected a light rail service to come to the area, but MARTA plans to put in a rapid bus transit line instead. More than 100 people attended a community meeting with the mayor to hear about these plans, and they fear that the money being promised for the Campbellton Road area will be used elsewhere in the city. So while it's definitely exciting to see plans to expand MARTA. We really hope that they take the citizens of Southwest Atlanta's concerns and ideas seriously while implementing this expansion.
1: So, yeah, another another positive story coming out of Georgia, aligning with Mayor Dickens 2035 plans is Georgia Power planning on reducing its use of coal. So by 2028, the utility plans to close about 12 of its coal units, representing a loss of three thousand five hundred megawatts which the utility plans to offset um, with about 2,300 megawatts of renewable energy, which is awesome. The utility's parent company, Southern Company, has already signaled last year that it intends to retire about 55% of its coal plants over the next decade as the company reaches towards a goal of net zero emissions by 2050. So yeah, aligning with Mayor Dickens' plans and hopefully Atlanta is heading towards a more renewable and Cleaner Energy City. But wow, that was a lot of information in a short amount of time, Mm -hmm. but make sure to sign up for our email list and follow us on social media so you can keep up with everything going on and how to get involved.
0: And GCV Education Fund is also hosting tons of events in the coming weeks that you definitely will not want to miss. So make sure you're also following our accounts at GCV Ed Fund on social media to keep up with everything going on with them too. And we also do not want to forget to mention that the legislative session in Georgia is well underway and there's lots of bills that we uh, are supporting and also advocating against. And so if you want to keep up with that fight, you can go to our website at gcvoters.org legislative uh, to keep up with all those bills that we are tracking as well.
1: And mentioning again, but most recently coming from the Educational Fund is our documentary about the community of Adel and the environmental justice issues they are facing. So, yeah, go again, GCVedFund.org to look at all that.
0: We also released a super detailed report about the construction of nuclear power plant Vogel and how it's costing Georgians over $30 billion. So you can also check that out at GCVedFund.org.
1: Well, that's all for now, but um, we'll be back with a new episode in two weeks.
0: Thanks for tuning into Greater Greener Georgia. Have a great week.